0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Screen Heroes on the Heroes Podcast Network.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Screen Heroes. My name is Ray. I am with Ryan and Derek.
3: Hello. That really caught me off guard because thirty seconds ago I was leading this one. I don't know what happened.
1: Yes, well, here we are.
2: Trickery That's what happens when you call her weird. Trickery and
3: right?
1: deceit. Right, right. Anyway, so tonight we are going to discuss the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths. This is their sixth crossover between their multiple DC shows. Six. It is. This is
3: a prep show. We should probably say it hasn't happened yet. Right. Right. It hasn't occurred. Six months or something.
1: We usually don't do prep shows. We do reviews on them. But because there are so many cast members involved with this, it's such a huge uh, crossover, I guess. And that's, we just wanted to kind of run down, be your summary, because there's a million different news articles out there and we can just, you know, summarize it for you.
2: And I imagine there will probably be spoilers. For some of the stuff. For yeah. a lot yeah. of the stuff. Including, not for the actual event itself. No, no, no. And also including for you guys, because you guys are very behind on a lot of the CW it's shows. Fine. So stuff's going to get spoiled for you, too. Sorry, I'm not going to hold back.
3: It's all no, good. It's all good.
2: Um, but let's talk news first.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: So I guess we can start with like dc kind of stuff and then we'll go into marvel because there's a lot of weird dc things um
1: sure do your thing
3: so right after we, we recorded last week uh then a bunch of details about hbo max came out so that was convenient that
1: always happens on a wednesday <laughs> we get a ton of news and i'm like well hope i remember this for next week
3: Yeah. So we touched on it a little bit, so you can listen to our last episode about a couple of things. But now we have um, a release window. HBO Max is coming in May 2020. We have a price point. It'll be $15 a month. Um, If you have HBO Now or if you have HBO through specifically DirecTV or something else that AT&T owns, you can get converted to HBO Max for free, no additional cost, when it launches. If you just have somebody else like Spectrum or something, um, or Verizon, you're gonna have to pay for or Hulu. Or, Hulu offers HBO now through yeah
2: their service too.
3: That's all. It's all gonna be separate. That's gonna be extra. Um, so it will be ad free at launch, one price point, ad free. Um, I assume they'll have like very short promos for their other shows because they do that on HBO normally. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know. They say ad free. Um, but they're gonna apparently launch cheaper ad supported tiers in the first year of the service, which isn't unlike Hulu, for example. Um, so from a pricing perspective, this puts HBO as the most ex- HBO max as the most expensive streaming service out there. Um, and what do you guys think about that? Do you feel like what we know about it today, obviously? Do you feel like that is justified?
2: Well, we have a little chart pulled up here that has all the all of the prices and I'd kinda like to see the hours of content on each one of those also side that's, by side. That's fair. Um because I feel like Netflix and Hulu are probably gonna win that battle, although Prime Video does have quite a bit too. They've um, been around longer. Yeah. Um so you know, if you're looking at just per dollar per hour of entertainment available, um, I think it's gonna come in pretty low. Well, and the real question is, you
3: know, when you start measuring that, do you measure it off of original content? Do you measure it off of all licensed content? Because Netflix really made its its living in licensed content, you know, uh, whereas some of these other ones like, you know, Stars and Showtime are really mostly original content, um, which is a totally different ball game. So, right. What do you think?
1: At this time, there are only a couple of things HBO is producing right now that I'm interested in. And I really feel like I personally need to set a limit. Like, okay, so a streaming service has to have at least three things or at least two things that I'm interested in for me to pay for it. And it has to be continuous or I'm just going to keep canceling my membership. So I I really feel that doing all of those in... A year is just a bit too much, and it's it, things will get cut. I'm not gonna keep all this stuff, and maybe you know we only keep CBS for when Discovery and Picard's on, or maybe we only keep Disney Plus for when the Marvel shows are on. I don't know, but it's gonna come down to that.
2: You guys are not gonna cancel Disney Plus, so let's just get real. <laughs> well, and
3: Disney Plus has a lot of incentive going for it because, A, if you're a Verizon customer, uh, you can go out to their website and you'll get, if you're a Verizon Unlimited customer, um, you can get a full year of Disney Plus for free. Yeah. So we're going to get that to kick things off. And then at the same time, we pay for the, quote, limited ads version of Hulu. Well, that price point will with ads will include Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. So we can keep our price point exactly where we are and add Disney Plus really just for the cost of some ads um so you know those those are those are kind of big but yeah i mean we want we're going to be watching uh his darkest materials which is hbo watchmen probably uh, watchmen and i would like to watch the final season of veep i never got to see the final season of veep but other than that hbo usually doesn't grab me a whole lot um you know when we were kids they had a lot of movies right that regular cable never got do you but- guys remember what HBO stands for
1: Home box office. Nail it. Nice.
3: nice. I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the age. I, I was like, ooh, Derek's not <laughs> well, going to get it. I knew, I knew the box office. I couldn't think of when the I age. When I was
1: like a tiny little kid, my cousins who are all 10 plus years older than me would go around and say, do you have HBO? we would be like, yeah. My parents pay for it. And they'd be like, you have human body odor. And I was like, you're... Yeah. Um,
3: oh the 90s this
1: is why we don't speak to each other <laughs> it, as, as far as the cost
2: goes on this I do feel like it. that was a funny story by the way uh, uh, it's funny because when you look back at like when we were growing up probably and you know when your parents had cable and you look at the cable packages and HBO was an additional like $17 a month or something mm-hmm. like that uh, by far the most expensive of all the extra cable packages mm-hmm. that kind of tracks with where we're at now Uh, It makes me glad that I'm sailing the high seas right now and not having to... uh, I don't condone that. Nope. This is not condoned by the Heroes Podcast Network, but you know what? It's a good day to feel like a pirate. Arr, mateys.
1: I would actually prefer to wait, not pay for this stuff ahead of time, and go and just purchase the Blu-rays later... For like $35, $40.
2: On something you don't know you're going to like?
1: Well, no, because I do know that I'm going to like His Dark Materials. I do know that I'm going to like Watchmen, so I wouldn't mind taking that risk.
3: I mean, Star Trek kind of gets me on both sides of it because I'm going to pay to watch the streaming service and I'm going to buy the Blu-ray when it comes out, so I am just doomed. Being
1: married to you is sometimes very irresponsible.
2: (laughs) Rachel, you need to... Start there's a whole shelf of account. Star Trek here, so, you know. No, there's West Side Story on the end.
3: Well, this is a shelf, and it's been pushed a little bit, so there's Star Trek over here now. And I had to turn these sideways to fit, so... Hmm.
2: You know. Didn't have enough to fill two shelves. No. Not
3: that's unfortunate. Yet. No, I have some box sets that shrink them, so, you know... Um, all right. Well, that, that, that's that piece there. Um, other information about HBO Max that we got. Um, so DC Entertainment is supposed to be producing content for this. And I thought this uh, – there's a quote that I, I have from them I thought was really interesting. So I just wanted to read it and get your thoughts on it, guys. So HBO Max is expected to lean heavily on Warner Brothers to supply it with exclusive content. The subscription service hopes the studio will provide it with 8 to 10 movies, a number that could ramp up over time. Some of these productions could be tentpole sized with healthy budgets that could rival those of major feature films. Eventually, productions will likely hail from the DC Universe, Warner Media's in-house comic book division, as it looks for compelling content. So what do you think about that and you know, the existence of the DC Universe streaming service? Which is separate still.
1: So uh, for content, I think this is absolutely wonderful because honestly, I think a lot of the issues with the fillers that we have on CW could be fixed by giving Stephen Amell three movies. Let's let's face it. Some of the Arrow storylines have been kind of crap. If he would have had a tr- Most, probably, <laughs> if he would have had a trilogy of movies, we could condense that down to some of the best parts: the race storyline, the Deathstroke storyline, the islands. Like we could have gotten some really great things without, you know, the illicit shipping and stuff like that.
3: And they could have gone as dark as they really were trying to get to.
1: Absolutely, like that's it, a good point. It could have been intense. So for a lot of DC characters. This this is actually wonderful news. We could get really amazing storylines that might be too intense for a PG thirteen movie on the silver screen, and it might be, you know, too short for a CW show. Um, I do think this does mean that HBO Max, if it's successful after one year, will absorb DC Universe streaming. Which kind of sucks because I do know quite a few subscribers who are in it for the comic books. And I've gotten a lot of free comics out of it. But
3: Well, there's it, nothing saying that they couldn't keep that, right? Like, they could keep all the functionality from DCU and just plug it in as a medallion in HBO Max. You're
1: totally right. They could. I'm not saying that they would immediately get rid of it. I'm just saying it's not as likely.
3: It does raise the cost. HBO, uh, DC Universe does not cost $15 a month, no matter how you pay for it. So... um. You know, there is that. But uh, it's a little weird because, like, Doom Patrol has been confirmed to premiere on both services at the same time, and the episodes will come out on both services at the same time, which is a little confusing because, like, Titans hasn't been confirmed to do that, nor has Stargirl or Harlequin or Young Justice or anything, so... Um, I don't know. It's weird. There's some quotes that certainly make it seem like DC Universe is planned through the end of 2020, but that that would be it,
2: and then in, in 2021 it would disappear. So yeah, I don't I don't love the idea of them just leaning on uh, DC and Warner Brothers for movies. I realize is that it's home box office, HBO. You know, um, that's the streaming service, so movies are kind of their thing. But a lot of these characters. Um, You know, I struggle to think of characters that, other than, like, maybe the big three, that would be better in a movie than they would be in a TV, like a a 10-episode show like Daredevil or Punisher. I feel like, like when you talk about Green Arrow, I think he'd be better in an episodic format versus, I mean, movies would be great. If I have to pick between the two, I'm going to pick TV show because you get 10 hours of character or 10 hours, or even if you do it Disney-style with six hours, um, you know, you're getting more, and you know, like maybe Superman doesn't need his own TV show, right? I think that's but he's pretty, getting one. I think it's pretty unnecessary. But, um, you know, there's a, most of the characters in DC and Marvel are very interesting characters, and you can get a lot more of that character with the TV show. So I kind of wish they were going that route. Um, I do think that if they really want to sell the service for $15 a month, that all they have to do is say, Snyder Cut, and everybody <laughs> will sign up.
3: Well, I mean, even if they decide to kind of go the route of the MCU and do like these six to eight episode seasons for stuff that are high budget, it still costs not quite, but almost triple what Disney plus costs. And um, obviously HBO has in general more adult oriented content, but it is hard to argue quantity. You know, uh, Disney plus is going to be launching with a lot of stuff at a much lower price point. So it's for some families, they're going to have to pick.
2: Yeah, it's true.
3: So um, then I guess other DC news, we can talk about Batman casting because there's a lot of Batman casting.
1: Well, Matthew McConaughey was confirmed as Harvey Dent. So that is already in. That was confirmed. That's done. Yeah. Okay. Andy Serkis is being looked at for Alfred. Colin Farrell now is being looked at for Penguin. And Jonah Hill is officially out.
2: Walt walt. Yeah, it's funny because I'm in like several chats on Facebook talking about these things, and one of them, everybody's very excited about these potential castings, and in another one, no one is excited about <laughs> these potential castings. So it's very weird, you know, when all this news breaks. I have the dichotomy of these two different chats where um, you know people are on complete polar opposite ends of the fence, and
1: well, it, it's pretty crazy because you know we're looking at the cast. And I'm like. Oscar winner, Oscar winner, Oscar nominee, Oscar nominee. Like, I'm not upset. There's some intense talent. And a lot of those actors have never worked with each other before. So we're going to see some brand new chemistry. Like, I think that this could easily get bloated, that what we're looking at is a huge ensemble. And that is a problem for Batman films. Once we start inserting villain here and inserting villain there. It gets bad. It gets cheesy. Things don't develop. But if he's got a plan, this is multi movie arcs. And, you know, I'm on board because some of these characters, they should be around. It shouldn't just be a, like, oh, this guy's here for this time. And a year later, this guy pops up. Like, that's not how Batman works. That's not how Gotham works. So,
3: well, I mean, when you look at it, I mean, I agree with you that um, there's some concern about the number of villains, Um, but Harvey Dent may not be Two-Face yet, right? They could kind of be going back to the Dark Knight and have him be Harvey Dent to begin with and we may see him as harvey dent for they multiple did that films in the original batman film too yeah right uh, yeah, batman, sorry batman returns Billy yeah D. I, yeah no totally so i mean we may just go back to that for a bit and maybe he becomes 2 Face in a third movie or something down the road um, but even that aside i mean you're you're still talking about penguin um catwoman and riddler which is an interesting combination two of them were in a movie together already v- the villains not the actors but
1: um we follow.
3: I mean, the cast is really solid. I don't really know Paul Dano very much. I can't really speak to him. But everybody else, they're just, they're just really good actors. So my hope would be that they would be able to carry it, even if the story's a little maybe
2: muddied. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not really worried about it, to be honest with you, because, I mean, you you look at the Batman books where you have, like, the long Halloween, and you have basically his entire rogues gallery in the book, and a lot of them aren't in it for more than... A page or two, mm-hmm. right? Um, so you know, he, he said he wants it to be a detective story. So it could be as much as, or as little as, him going and interviewing Harvey Dent about something, or him going and you know, uh, you know, t- what, what's it called when a detective goes and you know threatens somebody, like interrogates, he interrogates uh, Riddler to try and yeah. get information. Um, you know,
3: well, my my hope would be if it's really a detective story and that's the angle that they're going on, that, that Riddler's the big bad because he would be able to set up the best mystery for Batman to solve I would think
1: and that plays along with the movie or with the storyline of hush yeah spoilers right
3: yeah. right um so I'm, I'm with you because you're right they, they, Selena Kyle could just be in Arkham and he goes and talks to her for
1: Selena you know, Kyle doesn't go to Arkham she goes to Blackgate because she's not insane she's a criminal
3: she's not insane yeah that's true
1: and she could also you're right, you're right. be like just kind of an adversary you know In hush she is his partner and she's working by him and i would
2: love to see that that would yeah. be great then you don't you're not adding another villain to the mix you know yeah there's just a really big trend
3: right now for the antihero stuff, in DC especially with the way they're handling Harley and the Birds of Prey, and the way they're handling
2: Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, Batman is basically an antihero. Come on, he beats the crap out of people.
3: But they don't. They come on. When was the last time he was really portrayed that way in a live action format? He has
1: never been portrayed in a live action format as the sociopath that he actually is. Right.
2: So I don't think that's... Batman
1: Begins is like the closest thing to. I it. don't know.
2: Batman v Superman. He was pretty nutso, too.
1: That's fair. He was. Yeah, but it was a little different. Because okay. it was all just
2: action. He was just blowing
3: stuff up. That you know? seems pretty so to me. I mean, yes, but they didn't, like, focus on this, like... They didn't focus the problem on the- is,
1: like, he does crazy things in just about every movie he is in, but the way it's filmed and shot, they they don't focus on it. Batman Begins, he leaves the League of Assassins, Assassins because he doesn't want to be a murderer, and then he goes and burns down the building. Like a scene later, and kills at least like ten ninjas. Yeah. So you know, there's that, yeah. right? Like,
3: but yeah, well, <laughs> I'm with you. And, and in in BVS, like, yeah, there he. he- he he hurts and probably kills a lot of people, but that's he brands not
2: brands, criminals like yeah. that's all psychological issues. That right. But that th- the point
3: there was that he needed to come back. From I understand there what the point than, is. I know. But like we're talking about how like there was a time where Batman was just that all the time. Right. And um, I don't think they're going to go that route here. Not saying that it would be bad if they did. That would just
2: surprise me. I believe in Matt Reeves and and uh, his casting with Robert Pattinson. I think is going to be very good and hopefully catch a lot of people by surprise. So I trust that he's gonna do the right thing and not make another mistake. And I hope that Warner Brothers leaves him alone and lets him do his thing i, I think mean,
1: if people are still worried about robert pattinson they need to watch netflix's the king it's an adaptation of oh is he in that i need to watch yeah, that shakespeare's uh king henry v and he plays the french king who is the adversary he's the antagonist so it's he's a, also in
2: the lighthouse right now yeah, i think which yeah. is supposed to be pretty I've heard very good things uh, yeah, yeah and i've heard that his range is very good in that movie so yeah there's two good recommendations i mean i we, none of us have seen the lighthouse but
1: do you think when he got done he's saying that i'm on a boat song so he could do the t-pain i fucked a mermaid like, well, i mean there is not, a scene about that but... i know right oh, okay. like that's I why i that. said that, that. Yeah. yeah oh no that's the only thing i know about that movie <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's what makes you want to go see it a little yeah like, don't mean, you i mean of. that's kind of why i want to see shape of water <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> that's fair um, from my perspective, the best sign of this movie has been the time Warner Brothers has given Matt Reeves to completely change what this movie was originally. Yeah, because going they've to be. been
2: talking about it for what, like, two years or something already. He's been longer attached. than longer that. Than, yeah. Is it because it, it
3: had been announced before Justice League came out? Because when the rumors Ben Affleck ben was Affleck attached Affleck leaving, to, it, yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, and Ben
1: Affleck was attached all the way back to. Well, he was supposed to be Man directing it. Yeah, like originally. he was on the shortlist for directing Man of Steel.
2: I'm not sure how they, that would have turned out. But. They went
1: to <laughs> Nolan and they were like, who should we do it? And it was like Zack like, Snyder, Snide- Ben yeah. Affleck, Colin Trevorrow.
2: Mm, I'm glad it went to well, Snyder. But Affleck probably would have been good too.
3: Yeah. Um. But either way, yeah, he's been given a long time to try and do this right. And I feel like they're at least they're taking their time on the script. They're taking their time on the casting. And that on a plus I will give. Uh, Robert Pattinson time to get into Batman shape, which is not an easy task. No matter which version you, you're going to play of that character, I don't,
2: I don't know. He he's in pretty good shape most of the time, and there's been a lot of times when Batman has been portrayed as more of a live, you know, thinner character rather than a huge bulking refrigerator right. on legs. So <sighs> I imagine that. With the help of a little bit of a muscle suit, I mean, Michael Keaton was not in Batman shape, like
3: no, but he had, he had a rubber suit, so it's a, it's a little different, though. I mean, you, you don't think we're going to see Pattinson with his shirt off at some point in this movie? Like, we are. It's the modern day, right? But even Christian Bale put on a huge amount of muscle. But I mass. think if
2: I think if Robert Pattinson is just like cut and muscular, but not like. Ben Affleck, you no, know, no, 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 no. I don't, then it, then he's gonna be, it's gonna be believable. You know? I don't
3: expect him to be the Dark Knight Batman. That's not, but I expect him to be on the level. He's physically probably gonna be more enough. like Rebirth or the Christian, you know, the Christian Bale the body cut, that type of shape. I feel like Batman needs to be in something like that. I just
2: don't think he's gonna be bulky like Christian Bale was. I think he's because you know people can be very fit and muscular and strong and not like yeah. big. So I feel like that's the way he's gonna be because his body shape is not that of a. No, Christian but, Bale or a Ben Affleck.
3: No, but when you look at like Zachary Levi, I mean, Zachary Levi ago, actually
2: has a really good, bo- like his. Sh- Frame is very good for putting on muscle. So he's a tough one to compare to. But yes, okay. when you look at his old pictures. I mean,
3: yeah. In shock, it never occurred to me that he could look the way he does now.
2: There's ter- right? terms for like body types, exotherm Sh- and all this other stuff based on your shoulder and hip ratio and all this crazy shit <laughs> that I don't understand. But I know that Pattinson <laughs> does not have anywhere near the same body type all as right, any of those people. All right.
3: I, all right. Fine. I just don't want people
2: to get their hopes up that he's going to like be this super muscled chiseled, like crazy. Adonis when he's probably just gonna be very, very fit and muscular.
3: It's the MCU era, so he's gonna be shiny with his shirt off at least once. For sure. Right? Vaselined
2: up. <laughs> Woo That's why Rachel's tuning in. And to see the Waynes die again.
1: What? Huh? Why?
2: Exactly.
3: Maybe, maybe that's how Matt Reeves will break the formula. We won't see that happen.
2: Will we see pearls hitting the ground?
1: So I learned something the other day. Real pearls gotten from mollusks in the sea will have knots tied on either side of each pearl so it can't do that so if you you rip a pearl the whole necklace doesn't spill out and you lose all that so
2: basically she's been wearing fake pearls in every movie that
1: rich bitch has been wearing fake and pearls in the comic, book, comic books in because. every movie and i think this just proves that dudes don't know enough about jewelry <laughs> Like,
2: do you think that dudes should know more about jewelry
1: to have accurate pearl ripping? Yeah, that's I very do. important to you. It is now Okay, like, considering how ridiculously iconic that stupid scene is at this point. Like, well, because I,
3: I feel like all the directors are trapped. Like, it happened one time and everyone's like, this has to be in every Batman movie that's ever well, happened. It's, <laughs> it's an
2: iconic, like, comic book image, right? That's where they're all getting it from. The pearl yeah. sitting on the ground. So, you know. Even in the comic book, I'm pretty sure it was portrayed that way. Yeah, well, you're probably so, right. Like, you know, they were probably just going off that imagery. You know how Zack Snyder is like any t- <laughs> any, any perfect comic book imagery that he sees, he's like, I have to do this exactly.
1: In slow motion, In the slow shot motion. must take 10 yes. minutes
2: <laughs> with like a CGI backgr- backdrop of some kind and
1: really like slow sound behind that's it, right. just
2: an echoing of every pearl hitting the ground. Yeah, maybe
1: a like <laughs> deep woman's voice singing. All like, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. yeah,
2: that is very snidery.
3: All right. So let's uh, anything else on DC before we move to Marvel stuff. No. Okay. So a little bit on Disney Plus. Um up until now Disney has Really touted that Disney Plus will be an ad free service. Um, no, well, <laughs> especially at that price point, that's a pretty big deal. Nah, that's um, not gonna happen. And it still kind of is, but they have now made a new licensing deal with Stars um, to get some of their content back. Specifically, the the big highlight that everyone's talking about is The Force Awakens, Star Wars. Um, so the agreement. Is that when you go to sign up for Disney Plus or ESPN Plus or lo- go to log into the website or the app, there will be an ad telling you that you could also sign up for stars, um, which seems a little silly. I'm not sure who's going to see that and be like, oh, I'm going to do that, too. Because Yeah, because right uh,
2: all those shows I want to watch on stars and Disney.
3: Yeah, it's a weird deal. I'm, I'd like to know how much money is also involved in that. And if stars is just getting a ton of money from Disney at the same time. But That's happening. So we will Disney. Disney will have The Force Awakens at launch for Disney Plus, which was a concern a lot of Star Wars fans had. So there you go. Not you, not (laughs) you guys. It wasn't keeping you up at night.
2: No,
1: my life has gone on.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Also on Disney Plus, Captain Falcon and the Winter Soldier have uh, started filming. Yeah. I don't know if they're officially calling him Captain Falcon, but
1: like today.
3: I mean, the show is called. Captain Falcon. No, it's not. It's
1: not. It's and called Falcon and the Winter oh, it's just Soldier. just Falcon
3: and the Winter Soldier? Yeah.
2: Captain Falcon is Nintendo, Derek. Get your shit together.
3: <laughs> you mean the F-Zero pilot? Exactly. <laughs> uh, it was really cute, though. They were posting videos and stuff to Instagram and going back and forth. It was adorable. Yeah. Well, they are adorable.
2: So, so the MCU TV shows are... Underway. I, I imagine we'll see the Falcon cap suit pretty soon. So that'll be that's probably what I'm that most excited sense. about.
3: Do they confirm that he's getting it in season one?
2: I mean, why wouldn't he? He's Captain America now. And, why and,
3: wouldn't he? Because Daredevil didn't get it until the last 30 seconds of his. season. Yeah, but he wasn't. So. He wasn't
2: officially the character until then. I mean, Falcon's got the shield.
1: Did you want him mean... to have a cap suit too? Is that what we're? Dare, getting Daredevil, out? yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think I mean, I, I kind of do, too. Everybody I mean, who fights board.
3: in New York should wear a cap suit. That's, that should be a, a thing. No, but my, my point is, like, just because he was given the shield doesn't mean he takes on the moniker at that moment.
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure he's going to. But Okay. Also, uh, we had a little switcheroo on some uh, Marvel characters. We had Tom Hiddleston and uh, Charlie Cox, oh. <laughs> who are apparently best buds. Uh, oh, no. wear each other's characters for Halloween uh we had it was the super cute. loki uh Loki Daredevil and the Daredevil loki Because uh, Tom Hiddleston has been on record, which is Twitter Twitter's the record uh <laughs> saying to save Daredevil and that he's a fan of the show and uh you know so it was kind of cool to see that although it's always gonna be weird for me seeing Charlie Cox looking at things I know. <laughs> I can't get over that now. Well, there's all people are trying to find every possible
3: hint and Easter egg they can that the defenders are going to show up in an MCU show or movie. But it's
2: not going to happen, just like the legal rights, unless they bought them from Netflix, which it's
1: I mean, almost been two years. Twenty twenty is two years. Like like that went by pretty fast. They could put them in stuff again. They could all be in
3: Phase Five with zero yeah. issues.
1: Right now, the only one who has other work is Misty Knight. She has yeah. a brand new show. So.
3: Everybody else, I mean, they've all voiced that they would like to continue, and I mean, it wouldn't be hard to bring them back, right. you know, especially on Disney+. Plus. Like, that would be just super easy, just do a six-episode Defender show to reintroduce everybody. No problem.
0: Yeah,
2: but you'd have to go through all their backstories and everything no. again, because... I you mean, know, plus do, do those cartoons characters, do
3: that. I mean, do you really need? You to have do that? to
2: because what are they going to do if the, all those are adult shows? So you are introducing sure. on a platform with no adult content, really.
3: Well, I mean, they're, they're adult shows on R-rated Netflix. shows. yeah, on Netflix
2: they are, but they don't have to be that way. No, but if you are not giving their backstory, then the people are going to be like, "Well, what what's the deal with Daredevil?" and they're going to go watch it, and be like, "Oh my god, why did I let my three year old watch this?" <laughs>
3: i don't know what to tell that's you that's exactly feel, how it's gonna happen i feel like there's ways around that because those characters are on children's cartoons and parents there's aren't no way around outs that. on the netflix shows there's
2: no worry about or there's no other way it would go Derek. Right. that's the way it's gonna okay. go agree to disagree no
3: um then all right so that's i guess that's it for news then we're at the half hour mark you guys want to move on to our main topic sure okay so we are going to take a short break, and when we get back, we'll be prepping for the Arrow versus Crisis on Infinite
0: Earths. Right, so we need to do a promo. So Derek's been harassing us for weeks now. Yeah. Um, so we should mention we're part of the Heroes Podcast Network. Yeah. Um, UKkaiju.com. Yeah, UKkaiju.com is our home Ooh, site. Oh, we should mention that we like monsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay, very so that's good. That's really good. But what's a monster? <laughs> um, well, we call it Kaiju. Okay, strange, strange faces. faces. Yeah, strange yeah. Strange faces. Usually, okay. a guy in a rubber suit. See, what right? we did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we have Facebook group UK Kaiju fans, right? That's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. We mentioned we're part of the Heroes podcast now. Uh, the Twitter, the Twitter thingy. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, UK Kaiju, we'll, we'll do that too. Um, heroespodcast.com hmm. That that's where you find it. Um, what else should we mention? We like toys. Oh, yeah, yeah. We do toy reviews and game reviews and stuff. We should mention that. Books! Yeah, we read books. You know, we we are adults. Um, Boys and the toys. Hush, Paul. Um, Do we mention that we get off topic? Nah. All right. All right. So let's record this thing.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are going to talk a bit about the CW crisis on Infinite Earths. Coming to you in uh, December and January of 2019 and 2020. So, first of all, it is going to go over five different shows Supergirl, Batwoman, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow.
0: terms and conditions 18 plus
1: not including black lightning that's not officially part of it the show the show is not having a part yeah however some of the black lightning cast has reported that they are going to appear at some point
3: he apparently gets to drive uh fly the uh, wave rider at some point
1: that's amazing which is cool that he
2: just sat down in the Pilot's chair, which I would do too. If I, I mean, I, was... I thought he said that that's what he got to do, but he posted a video of him like in the Wave Rider and he had a camera moving all over the place, so it looked like he was flying it. Uh, I mean, I'm not convinced he's actually going to fly it, but <laughs> <That's> it's disappointing.
1: <laughs> it,
2: just to say, there will be spoilers if you're not caught up on all these shows. I mean, and yeah. you're not going to be caught up by the. By the crossover, you're probably going to get spoiled on stuff.
3: Right. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the crossover, so there's no spoilers for that. Right. Just for
2: all the individual shows, potentially. Right.
1: So it starts December 8th. Supergirl starts it off on Sunday. Uh, Batwoman on Monday, December 9th. Flash on December 10th. Then there is a bit of a hiatus. Um, Arrow picks back up with part four on January 14th. Legends of Tomorrow has part five on January 14th. So, yeah, they're back to
2: that. That's kind of annoying that they're giving like a month break between the shows in the
3: middle of the crossover.
2: Like,
1: (sighs) this is kind of unheard of.
2: It's
3: weird, it's definitely weird. Um, it so it it makes it a little frustrating for me because I'd rather wait and watch all of them kind of together, but I also don't want s- to have the first three spoiled. You will have yeah. them all spoiled right. within like
2: an hour of them yeah. so yeah. You have
3: to watch. So that's kind of a, a kind of frustrating because it's a it's a good break. It's basically a month off, yeah. a little more than that. Yeah, in the middle of the season. Um, which also is a little weird because then then it kind of begs the question why the Black Lightning show isn't doing part of the special because it's they easily could have the crossovers in both halves of the season so even a show that gets a half order would be able to participate yeah um, so I don't know that doesn't make sense to me but what are you gonna do
1: so currently the flash and arrow are both heavy leading up to this they feature stories with the monitor a character from the comics of course and he is going to appear in the uh, upcoming crossover, so if you are just going to watch a couple of these, you want to start with the Flash and Arrow. Flash would be and the Arrow two for yeah. This season, yeah. And watch really those.
2: watch the last. If you didn't watch the crossover last season, it'll be confusing. But if you watch the last episode of Arrow from last season, kind of sets up where Arrow's at this season. Because otherwise, if you just come to Arrow, you're probably going to be pretty confused about why he's now working for an extra-dimensional being. Yeah. Uh, you know, running between universes because that's not really a green arrow thing in general. Yeah, I mean, when you think about
3: where just for a moment where if you think about where this franchise essentially started with Arrow originally and how grounded it was and where it is now and where Arrow is essentially going to end its run, it's pretty amazing how far it's come. You know, bad stories, good stories, whatever, but the ambition that they've built up over those eight years is is cool
2: yeah and the fact that they can do a, a such a huge transition from dude just like fighting crime and being a knockoff batman to now going through parallel earths working for uh it is essentially a god that can see all of time and space and collecting objects to help prevent a crisis that will destroy every reality <laughs> every earth you know it's it's crazy to think that it's come that far
1: it's absolutely amazing. This is the kind of boldness that we've been wanting out of the movies, things that uh, we've been asking for. Like, you know, for all that it's worth, the X-Men movies in the early 2000s, you know, Brian Singer made some good films. However, they weren't comic book films. He wanted to ditch comics. They weren't even allowed on set because he didn't want his actors influenced by it. So, you know, it, filmmakers... TV shows, they've kind of been, you know, shitting on comics for quite some time, and now they're embracing them. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of what we want to see. We wanted to see all this stuff acted out.
3: And it, it kind of feels like they're using this opportunity, the, the crisis event, to kind of do what DC did in the comics a few years ago with Convergence and try and make as much of the live action and animated media canon as possible in
2: the same realm well, i don't know are they bringing much in the way of animated in on this
3: well i mean i mean no. i guess well Ke- kevin conroy is playing that's Bruce about it, Wayne. Though. well i mean the michael keaton one's only being confirmed by a newspaper well i'm saying you're so. not ha- you
2: don't have teen titans in there or teen titans go animated not, you don't have anything no. from those a- so just not like yet
3: Batman. Well, I- I didn't want to say live action and then have somebody out there be like, but Kevin Conroy, like I know that Kevin Conroy, he's the one exception. I was covering my basis is really what I was doing. Um, But the idea here, though, is what the point I was trying to make is that they're really they're trying to show that all of these other shows and in some cases movies have happened. They've taken place. They've occurred just on other Earths. And. Um some, some other stuff that's kind of interesting is we'll see actors from these other Earths, but they're going to play com- different roles, right? So just as an example, the one I'm probably the most excited about is Brandon Routh will be playing the Kingdom Come version of Superman. Um, he, of course, played Superman in Superman Returns. He plays the Atom on Legends of Tomorrow, and then he gets to play this. And if you've never read Kingdom Come, um, either the graphic novel or the novelization, you should. It's awesome. Um, And I'm really excited to see that.
1: Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's run through the cast who we're going to see at this time. So we have our mains and uh, Stephen Amell, so far is the only one confirmed, playing multiple versions of his character. We don't have that confirmed for any of the other mains. Anybody
2: else hoping that we get the uh, Robin Hood hat?
1: A little bit. Oh, yeah. man. That'd be I great. I really want the goatee and the On Errol them. Flynn uh, mustache. Yeah, absolutely. The vest. The yes. Whole, yes. Well, th- 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 at
3: this point, like, is going to be done, and I think he's all in. So I don't think he would say no. Part <laughs> no, of me thinks right. that they're
1: doing this as a send off to Stephen Amell. Like, this is the best goodbye. He gets to hang out with new people and all of his old friends. He gets to. You know, they're bringing back so many people for this. That's an interesting
3: way of looking at it. I think you're right. It is almost like this is just a giant thank you to him. Because, I mean, let's face it, like this whole kind of thing has been on his back since the beginning. Yeah. You know, so. You know, it's funny
2: about the Robin Hood hat is he said that in season one, he he used to do a lot of Facebook lives and chat with his fans and stuff. In season one, he tweeted out that, if they got to season five, then he would roll up the set looking like this. And he posted a picture of the like Robin hood <laughs> hat and like the goatee and everything. And obviously he didn't end up doing that, but yeah. So I hope we get that in crisis.
1: <laughs> um, so next after that, I uh, Cress Williams, we already discussed from black lightning. He's going to appear as his character, Jefferson Pierce slash black lightning. We have reason to believe that Helen Slater and Dean Kane from Supergirl are going to come back as well, potentially as their old roles. Uh, Helen Slater played Supergirl in the 1984 film, and uh, Dean Kane portrayed uh, Clark Kent slash Superman in the 1993 series Lois and Clark. However, if not, they're going to continue as alex and Kara's parents Mm
3: -hmm. depending on what kind of shape dean kane is in these days there's an interesting thing they could do they tie it into the comics and they could actually put him in there's a black suit that a different superman wears right now in the comics because there's two supermen living at the same time from two different timelines Mm -hmm. and he's based like he's from one of them he's from the one that wears this black suit and i don't know what you know he's he's older now when i
2: saw him last year Uh, he looked like he was still in pretty decent shape. He was not like grossly overweight or anything like that. No. Yeah. So
3: I mean that could be kind of a cool little nod to to some of the stuff going on in the comics. Yeah.
1: So next Tom Welling and Erica Durant are coming back from (laughs) Smallville. Um, They of course played Clark Kent and Lois Lane in that and they're going to appear there. If you guys didn't hear our podcast a few months back we discussed how um michael rosenbaum will not be joining and they Mm -hmm. had a brief reach out to him but at the time he was dealing with family stuff and needed a bit more um concrete than just a hey buddy come on and
2: i don't think there's been confirmation that he's actually going to play superman in this like that's something an important distinction same with kevin conroy you know, there's no confirmation he's going to actually be playing Batman and they're going to be playing
1: playing an elderly Bruce Wayne. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't expect Conroy to suit up at all. Although a lot of little fanboys would jizz in their pants if that happened, (laughs) including one at this table, probably at least. You? No, not me. (laughs) Oh, really? I thought you were a big Batman, the animated series fan. I
3: love Batman, the animated series. I think it's one of the best DC cartoons, but, um, you you don't
2: want to see him suit up.
3: No, I, it's not that I don't want to see him suit up. I, he's kind of past that age, right. unfortunately, you know? So if he's there in his back cave and like a suits in, in a display case or something like that, that's super cool. But I think putting him in a suit without some type of de-aging technology is just not realistic. That's fair.
1: So Kevin Conroy, of course, will play Bruce Wayne. He's uh also going to be joined by Burt Ward, who played Robin. I can't believe that. That's so cool. In the 1966 <laughs> series.
2: It makes me miss Adam West, though.
3: It, it means does. he would have been in it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's kind of
2: sad. And you know well, he would have done it because he loved uh, doing stuff like this. That was what he he did a lot of, like, the family guy stuff. Well, and... in
1: 2017, he, Julie Newmar, and uh, Burt Ward came back to do a cartoon with William Shatner playing Harvey Dent as mm-hmm. Two-Face. And uh, why didn't they approach Julie Newmar? Like, that's she's still alive. She's still doing stuff. They may have. And she looks absolutely gorgeous, so... It could they be, just didn't
2: want to cram
3: Catwoman in there, too. That's it could fair. be like Michael Rosenbaum, though, where they did and she couldn't do it or didn't want to do it.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
3: Um, You know, we don't really... We know. The Michael Rosenbaum thing kind of became news because it's a little... People remember him a little bit more because it was only... It was still in the 2000s, yeah. you know, and people have wanted him to come back. They wanted him to play Lex in Supergirl before they had cast Cryer for that, for example. So he's kind so of yeah, been on people's Speaking of minds.
1: that, John Cryer is going to be in this as well.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. He's
1: coming back for that.
3: I guess that's not surprising. Right. but
1: It's a little less exciting because he's already our current Lex Luthor, but he is reported to come back. Um, Ashley Scott from Birds of Prey, the one season two thousand and two WB show. Less exciting. It but. wasn't the best interpretation. It's definitely not the worst DC thing that's ever been put it's out there. It's pretty
2: bad when you watch is, like if you watch yeah. any of the shows on the CWC yeah. or CW app, you get like the advertisements for Birds of Prey and every time it comes out I'm like, oh this is worse than than Smallville. There are
3: some cringy <laughs> parts. Well Smallville. Smallville got ten years to so.
1: um, but she's gonna play Helena Kyle Helena was the illegitimate child of Bruce and Selena Kyle, so mm-hmm. uh, and that current Huntress. Then, of course, John Wesley Shipp will be back. That's yeah, that's not he's the best. We knew he was coming back. I, um, I just
3: I just want him to suit up. I don't care yeah. which suit. Like don't, okay. I'd love him to suit up in that new version of the nineties one that they, they made for him. Um, that would be really amazing, but his, his new suits nice too. So,
1: so he has played multiple characters. He has played Barry Allen. He has played Jay Garrick and he has played, um, Allen's Barry Allen's dad. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what his role is going to be. You already talked about Brandon Routh. So we don't have to do that. Um, Robert wool, I guess it's,
3: it's a really random one yeah. it's a small one. I don't think most people would ever yeah. even recognize that or catch it. it's just this 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 information has just been covered so much that people are starting to pick up on things yeah. but
1: and then Michael Keaton approved his photo to appear in a newspaper.
2: I don't think he so. actually had to approve that. I think that that mm-hmm. image is owned by WB because it was a promotional image for the Batman movie. So
3: It depends on the contract cuz this yeah. is not a movie and it's
2: not in the same
3: production, you know, kind of thing like it's not
1: I, Yeah, I would need to know that. Yeah,
3: but uh, there there like, will be a picture of Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne on a newspaper. Yeah, in this, or which is a sort of periodical. Right. right. Um which is interesting. I mean, it basically, you know, confirms that that is one of the earths you know that we've seen which is kind of unique um so for me i guess maybe we, maybe it wouldn't be a terrible idea to tell people what we mean by earths because maybe somebody doesn't know but um, if you don't know why are you listening to this
2: crisis on infinite earth sh-
3: sure but it's a it's a 30 second explanation uh flash basically did, figured all this out for us but there's multiple versions of earth in the kind of main dc realm there's 52 of them but there have been more depending on the timeline and you can cross between them so flash is able to run between them and vibe can go between them and and things like that so supergirl's on a different earth from arrow and flash black lightning is on a different earth from all of them um and so this takes place over many many earths so like brandon ralph's kingdom come superman will be from a specific version of earth different from the one where he's adam so there you go
1: uh, Tom Cavanaugh, who is a regular on The Flash and has played multiple versions of Wells, is going to play yet another version of Wells. He's he-
2: also currently playing an- yet another version of Wells in The Flash. Yes. He- All the Wellses. He's going to be even
1: more... <laughs> And we'll get them all eventually. We'll see all 52 wells at some point or another. He is also going to be doing Eobard Thawne again, the reverse flash. So, Which he
3: just keeps bringing back I over know. and over. I that's know. really, that's my favorite one, I think. My favorite version well, of it's him. because it's
2: the OG. It
3: is. I mean, that, that that's true. I just think he plays it really well. But um,
1: Kenyon Lonsdale is supposed to come back as Wally well, West.
3: Well, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming back this season just in general outside of the crossover, too, especially on Arrow. It just seems like it didn't matter if you if you died at some point. Your character is somehow coming back.
1: <laughs> and then uh, LaMonica Garrett, who's been playing the Monitor, he's also going to be playing the Anti-Monitor. He's going to be doing both.
3: Yes. Um, the design for his character looks pretty good for me because based on the comics, it's pretty close. It's the first time he's been portrayed in live action um so i don't really have a whole lot of other comparisons other than the comics i think it looks pretty solid i don't know about you guys yeah any opinions on that absolutely looks great.
2: i don't really know much i've never read infinite infinite earths you know well the anti-monitor shows up
3: in a in multiple stories not not just that one well i haven't read any of those stories
2: so i don't know what he's supposed to look like like, he looks fine he looks a little weird but
3: i mean in the comics he doesn't really look human you know, he looks very alien, and I just don't think that would have looked... I don't think there's a good way to do that on a CW show. And like to... he was a
2: tentacle monster or something?
3: No, he kind of... His face kind of reminds me of Krang a bit, but less brainy. Oh, wow. Um, I'll have to show you a picture. It's kind of hard to explain, but not...
1: It's less
2: just... brainy Krang is basically nothing. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's Modok, right? Like, yeah, it's kind of it's
3: kind of like a smaller Modok. Mm. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, you know Modok. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a smaller version of Modok.
1: Everybody knows Modok.
3: Um. Anyway, um. Yeah. So, um. Personally, I I, I don't know how you guys have felt about this, but I oh. my excitement for the crossover kind of hit like a bell curve. Where like it just kept sounding better and better and more and more amazing, and the more people they kept announcing, the more concerned I started to get that there's no possible way for any of these people to have screen time. or Yeah, a story. it's funny to me
2: that you guys, have, well, that you have concern about uh, the Batman movie with you know four characters in it, <laughs> but then this one has sixty characters, and you're like, oh my god, I hope they can get Michael Rosenbaum too. You know, like, come on.
3: Well, I think it's the difference. There is like I expect to just kind of like see these people in very quick flashes. Sometimes, like um, was that forget, a pun? I, No, it ah. wasn't. But uh, forget I forget what season it was of the Flash. But when he first kind of is a running to kind of travel between stuff. And he starts kind of seeing that montage and you actually see like the Wesley ship flash. I think the at first one time point. he goes in time. Yeah, yeah. Right. I kind of expected some of these characters to show up in something like that. Not necessarily a time travel thing, but just images of them, not literally seeing, you know, Tom Welling, Superman suited up in a new scene. You know what I mean? But the more that they keep announcing, the more I'm worried that there's going to be, like, a thousand different sets, and everyone's going to have to have a costume, and there's no way they can all possibly look good on this budget, and they only it's less than five hours of content. So, I just, I don't know. Thoughts?
1: There's, I don't, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, you know, that's why they can build up to it, and there's going to be ramifications, and and the finales, and the fallouts, and everything, so... I I'm not as worried about it. it. You know, Batman is one movie. Yeah. This is five TV shows. Two of them are doing really heavy lifting beforehand, so I think it's all right. I think it, traveling to the different worlds is not something that's new for this whole thing. So I I mean, I think they can they have more set up than not. It, it's that's gonna fair. be
2: like it's fine it, we're not expecting this to be like received super well among critics and like you yeah. know highly regarded in film school and stuff like that it's just gonna be a fun crossover and as long as the writing isn't just absolutely terrible i don't think it's gonna be that bad you know
3: i mean we are used to the cw in general being pretty cheesy compared yeah, exactly. to like the big box they don't office have a films. high bar
2: that they have to hit
3: i mean that i think that's fair um but yeah, I mean, so this this marks a pretty big occasion. It's the last massive crossover that will be able to include the Arrow show. They, can, of course, could bring characters back whenever they want, right? Um, but it's it's also kind of a big deal, too, because they're, you know, they're giving Brandon Routh the Superman. But part of that's because he's also leaving Legends of Tomorrow.
2: And there's a new Adam coming on.
3: And um, that really bums me out because I've been a Brandon Routh fan for a very, very long time. And the Adam is... Probably my favorite role of his. And so to see him leave that, he's kind of like the heart of that show for me. And so that's a bit of a bummer.
1: He could have had his own show. Totally. Like, I mean, maybe... You...
2: I don't know if the character of the Adam could... I don't know. Maybe, I don't know enough about him, I guess. It seems like, I don't know if he could carry... I know Brandon Routh could carry a show. Right. I'm just not sure if that character could carry a show so much. That's fair. Depends on the budget, you know? But, I mean... He doesn't ever do the shrinking in Legends of Tomorrow anymore. Like, it's... It's become a point where he like he doesn't wear a suit. He doesn't ever use what powers that he has as the Atom. So that's the
3: thing. The show would have to have that. He'd have to be a superhero, right? Arrow.
2: He shoots arrows. Like the only the only (laughs) CG budget that they need for the most part in previous seasons was the actual arrows firing. That's all they need. You know. Now, of course, they need Earth traveling and stuff like that. Well, a lot
3: of the other shows have taken on that load. I mean, Flash uses a lot of special effects, as does Supergirl and Black Lightning. You know, I mean, Black Lightning. All of his abilities are special effects. You know, and Supergirl—I mean, not all of them—but when she's flying, that's not cheap. So,
2: there's one uh, potential character showing up that we haven't talked about. Um, something that Derek has a particular interest in—the big GL—that's been hinted at Please. a bunch of times. So we we got one of the first crossovers. I think it was we saw Diggle standing next to a Green Lantern. No.
3: Hang on. A lantern that was kind of green. Right. right? I want to differentiate that from a green lantern like the one sitting behind Ray over here. Okay.
2: (laughs) So, yes, he was sitting next to a green lantern. And then uh, in the last crossover, uh, when... Jay Garrett comes through the... Are you talking about the Elseworlds? I think it was Elseworlds. I don't remember which one it was. It was one of the... the either I think it was just the last one. Um, when Jay Garrett comes through the breach and sees Diggle, he says, John, I'm not used to seeing you without your ring. And so that was a pretty obvious like reference. And, Diggle, and, and uh, David Ramsey, the actor that plays Diggle, has said that the people that wanted him to be Green Lantern will get a resolution.
3: That doesn't mean a good one. Right, look. Like, here's the thing. I want to make myself very clear here. I want him to be a Green Lantern. He's going it's to be a Green eight Lantern. Years and. I'm frustrated that he's not a Green Lantern. He's be- going
2: to be a Green Lantern.
3: But is he gonna be a Green Lantern like Brandon Routh is gonna be Superman for Derek's thirty seconds? He's been
1: broken before. <laughs> like,
3: okay. Like keep in mind, we were supposed to have a Green Lantern movie
2: next so year. You so were, you were you wouldn't be okay with him, Joe. You'd rather him not show up at all as Green Lantern than to, to have a thirty second spot as Green Lantern.
3: I don't know. I don't know that I can answer that right now. I think my problem We've with only it had is eight years
2: to think about because it because
3: so. if you show, because here's the thing, do I want him to get his moment as an actor? I do. And he, if he's excited about it and he's happy about it, then I'll be happy for him. But as a fan of him and the character, I want him. I want that to. Have its due. I want that to have an, an opportunity to tell its story.
2: But you know that that's not going to happen.
3: I know, so I don't know that I really want to see. Well, it. it's going to happen. I'd so. like a glass
1: of white wine. I'd like it chilled, <laughs> and I'd like an ice cube in it.
2: That's exactly. This is it.
3: literally the most difficult thing I've ever had to decide. Yeah. <laughs>
2: well, so you're going to see. I'm I'm like 85 percent sure you're going to see him as Green Lantern. I'm 85 percent sure that it's going to be for less than 30 seconds. They
3: had so many opportunities. Sure. Like at at the wedding they could have even dropped a joke about his last name not actually Diggle; it's Stewart. They could like, have, you know, but they
2: didn't. And so you're <laughs> going to have to deal with that. But guess what? If it's well-received, there's nothing saying that they can... I mean, they're giving the canary, Canaries but a spinoff I show. I don't know
3: that the CW could really afford a Green Lantern show because it requires all of the special effects that Supergirl does plus more. Because it mostly has to
2: take... But they're losing Arrow, so, I mean, they're going to have... I mean, that's
3: true, th- 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 but they're I, adding I, Canaries, and they're adding Batwoman.
2: They so, already added Batwoman. Right, but, but, that,
3: but that's taken into account that they only had to worry about that crossover for... I'm just know, saying it's season. not
2: impossible that he could get a show out of it. Of
3: course it's not impossible, but... HBO Max is working on a Green Lantern inspired series. Well then there you go. So, but you
2: get to at least you get to see Diggle for thirty seconds as Green Lantern. Yeah. Hopefully he'll turn something into a fist and then punch somebody with it.
1: Oh my god, I want to see that so bad.
2: Because that's what <laughs> Green Lanterns do. They not, can't be any more creative than well, that.
3: I mean, I guess it depends on what they're gonna do with it. The John Stewart Green Lantern, who is my favorite Green Lantern, doesn't do the fist. No, he doesn't like guns. Well, he's he's an architect, you know. He builds very complex constructs. His constructs are always more intricate and more detailed. But than Diggle the is lantern. not.
2: No, an but architect. he's he's
3: a he's a military guy. Like they both have that military background. You know, Stewart was was a, a marine. You know, so they have similar backgrounds, and they both are named John. And so I just want them to have. And they're that. both black. Well, that doesn't hurt. It would be bad if they made a John Stewart who was white. I'll tell you that so <laughs> far
2: in the season of Arrow, his. Costume or whatever it is for his for his Spartan, yeah. Um, they changed his jacket now, and it has green, like big green stripes on it. um just Teases so nothing but a bunch of just let you know they're pretty obviously there. <sighs> whatever, it's fine. Derek is okay? so upset about getting a Green Lantern Look, in the CW. If, if you had
3: asked me eight years ago, who were we gonna see first, Green Lantern or Jean the Martian Manhunter? I mean, come
2: on. It's also rumored that he's actually going to be in this crossover. He better yes. be.
3: He has been pushed to the side on these things He so said much. he's
2: not, but then there's reports from the set that he is there. So My second favorite character. I mean, we're DC getting character. Ralph
1: Dibney. Like, he's continued, for God's sake. He's actually
2: one of the better characters I on know. The Flash, to be honest with I you. I know. Like,
1: he got such good development. Yes. And Hartley plays it so well. He
2: does. Um you know, there's there's rumors that a group of titans is going to show up, not the not the uh, DCU titans, but um, a group of titans. And it's probably like you said, there's going to be like the scene where they just see all these different earths. Yeah, it's probably going to be a brief flash like it. That, better be but... a
3: building shaped like a T. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
1: he's so mad it's not in the TV yeah because that's so
2: realistic uh, and grounded I'm not
3: mad I, look it's a universe where he's the Justice just League exists
0: in a universe
3: where the Justice League exists why is the crazy thing a the T-shaped architecture is, doesn't
2: change to be crazy Derek
3: because we couldn't build that no we couldn't okay
2: go watch Meanwhile, Teen Titans it's T- a Legion of Doom go watch Teen Titans go they have a T-shaped tower
3: great put that one in the crossover I don't care <laughs> that would be okay <laughs>
2: I'd be all about that.
1: Tara Strong shows up dressed oh, as Raven. That'd be fun. <laughs>
2: that'd be great.
3: I bet she'd do it too.
1: Yeah, she would.
2: That'd be cool. She does need money.
3: What are you talking about? She works all the time.
1: Tara yeah, Strong She is loves like her characters. Literally <laughs> <though>. every character.
3: <laughs> yeah, she's, she's got a lot of work. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know what else to, to kind of cover. Like, that's all we really done. know yeah. at this point.
1: Yeah. We just did the work for you guys. You, you don't have to look into any news articles or wikis. That's right. Well, like, we didn't we talk that. about
2: Lucifer. Lucifer's going to be in there. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Um,
1: Is Constantine?
2: Constantine's supposed to be in there. Good. I don't think it's been confirmed, but he's supposed to be. Yeah, I heard Matt some Ryan that.
1: was on set. Lila's going to be there as Harbinger. Yeah. And Lila. <laughs>
2: I'm hoping that some articles have said that they're making the Swamp Thing show, the old Swamp Thing show and, and movie canon with this. So I'm hoping that there's wow. a Swamp Thing that shows up. That'd be cool. I don't, I doubt it. But, right? you know, ho- maybe just put, throw some plants in the background and I'll take that as Swamp Thing. <laughs> Shake them around yeah, a little bit. Yeah, make them move a little <laughs> bit when Constantine's in the room. Or like try and choke him or something. And that's perfect.
3: Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Okay.
1: Yeah.
2: Well,
3: next week, we are actually going to be covering the entire Cornetto trilogy. Woo. which I am super stoked about. I'm only going to be
2: covering two-thirds of it because that's all I care about. (laughs) Um,
3: For those who don't know, the Cornetto trilogy includes Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and The World's End, which are the Edgar Wright films starring um, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost.
1: This isn't really a review. We're just going to geek out over them because they're really fun movies. We love the trio and uh, the the trio who made the films and the trio of films, so we're just going to talk about them. Woo.
3: That's right. I'm very excited because it's... I love those movies so much. So looking forward to that. Yeah. All right, Ray, play us out.
1: All right, guys. You can catch us on uh, Twitter at Screen Heroes Pod. You can catch us on Twitch every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard. Twitch dot coms or no. What? Twitch dot TV slash Heroes Podcast.
2: Rachel's had a long day, guys. Give her a break.
1: I'm tired and I'm sick. Yeah, give her a break, guys. Stop
2: harassing her so much. Jeez.
1: Ryan is at Buster Props. Derek's at the Star Trek Dude. I am at Siren Ray on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And, of course, you can find the heroes at heroespodcast.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for joining us. We will catch you all next week. Yep. And we're done. Okay, so if you're wrong about Green Lantern, I think you should do the episode, the review episode, in a Green Lantern costume. That's not happening. Yeah, the big one that Derek has with all the muscles. Yeah, you should absolutely. I got absolutely. you, dude. I got a mask for you. And, and, and if he's right, I think you should do it. Okay. Yeah, but that's
2: that's like saying, Ryan, you can dress up as your favorite character you've ever had in your entire life. Uh, if you lose, but if you win, then your friend has to dress up in your favorite character. Like <laughs> it's not a punishment for him at all, but it's a punishment for me.
1: It's not a punishment for you. Yes, it is.
2: I don't want to dress up in like some some. Then wear your Walmart your Batman. muscle. Wa- one wear Walmart muscle suit. a
1: Walmart Batman muscle suit instead. Do it.